Welcome to the Stressed Out Dads podcast, where we touch on serious, humorous, and what-if situations that affect dads and men in general. I'm your host, Chad Patterson, and with me, of course, is my co-host, Tim Beecham. What's going on, Tim? I got to stop it, man. Tim Beecham is my uh, government name. I know I now go by Tim B.B. The B.V. stands for been victimized since the first episode when my uh, First Amendment rights was trampled on. Man, you still on the cussing thing, man? I'm not allowed to say that. <laughs> You're not allowed <laughs> to say if you on the cussing thing or not? Yes, it's a cussing thing. I thought it was a trap. <laughs> <laughs> Well, come on, man. It was just a couple words I took off the table, man. You still got free reigns to use the other ones, man. Reread your constitution, brother. But on that note, I, uh, you sent me an email earlier today and said for me to be prepared because you was going in cold, minor, deep on this episode. So I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, we got, we got some, we got some good topics on the table, man. Okay, okay. So we're gonna break off into the first one. How do you handle insecurity in your relationship? Mm. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that, and I'm not just pointing at women, I'm not just pointing at men, both sides of the spectrum, because you have insecure women and insecure men. But how do you handle that? Like, what advice can we give these people that's in these type of relationships? Well, I, I think that when people feel insecure, that they're focused on something that they're lacking, really. They may not notice that, hey, it's me, because most people nowadays, since we live in a narcissistic and hedonistic society, they don't want to say that it's my fault. They feel something you're doing. Uh, like, I'm just, I hear a lot of men, do. I see a lot of insecure men, since I'm in a, in a lodge, I'm around hundreds of men all the time. Right. Uh, hey, that dress is too low. I don't want you leaving the house like that. And matter of fact, my girl and I was just talking this morning. She was saying, how her and some of her female co-workers were always talking about their husbands didn't want them working out of fear that they were doing something that they weren't supposed to. In fact, I talked to a young lady about a week ago that was saying that she was trying to go to school. Like she worked during the day and she's trying to go to school in the evening to better herself. And her husband was texting her, Oh, you're not in school. You're probably messing around with some guy. You're having an affair and all this other kind of stuff. And I said, why didn't you just drop out of school and see where you were at, Dave, if that was the case, which is stupid. But she said it yeah, couldn't it because he was watching the kids so she can go to school and they didn't have to hire like a babysitter. Right. Okay, that's, that's cra- I, I cannot even fathom that. Now, I know that you had problems with insecurity. How would you deal with it? I had problems with insecurity. You would get slick like that. I saw you? it on Facebook, man. You know if it's on Facebook, it's got to be the truth. It's got to be true if it's on Facebook. <laughs> I know you're getting your jokes on, man. No, I but, posted it on Facebook, so I knew it was on there. <laughs> I actually posted it. <laughs> I think that being insecure like that is, and again, my opinion, man, it's too much energy put towards somewhere where I don't feel that the energy needs to, needs to be. I always looked at it like this. If I have to constantly worry about where my wife is or who she's out with or I have to constantly worry about her cheating on me, I don't need her, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, that's that's just my opinion. Yeah, and I also think that people that, men and women, I want to make sure, I, because since we mainly defend ourselves, <laughs> men yeah. are defending ourselves yeah. in today's society, uh, I just want to be known, I'm talking about both men and women being insecure in a relationship. When you find someone that's really insecure, they're suffering from poor self-esteem on the inside. 
It's something oh, inside yeah. them that is disconnected or broken. And when you um, when you don't feel good about who you are on the inside, you tend to look outside of yourself for validation. Like I need you to validate me. And when I'm, I keep saying men as example, but keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, I do mean both men and women. Usually, when I see like a, a male friend of mine that's um, insecure about his wife, uh, why you go out in public dressed like that? Now, let me pause right there on that. Maybe we should do a show on this, ladies. There is a correct time and place to to dress certain ways. You know what I mean? I'm in the gym sometime and I see women, they might as well be naked coming in there. You know what I mean? Right. And even though I like looking at it, I'm not going to lie, I do enjoy looking at it. I know what's behind that. I know that's low self-esteem. They need that validation. They they want the men looking at them and catcall it and try to talk to them because that validates them and makes them feel more secure. You know what I mean? Let me let me ask you something on 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 that, brother. Yeah. Do you think that all women are trying to validate for something else? You do you think that all women are are trying to get the attention with with what they were? Do you think that all women are? No, I think no, no, no. Of course not all women. I, I would never. I, I was in the grocery store the other day and I saw a woman with some uh, yoga pants on, some heels. And keep in mind, right now, we're under quarantine, so you're only supposed to be out when you need to come out. There's no way in hell you go to to the grocery store with some six-inch heels and some yoga pants on and a tight-ass shirt and a mask. You know what I mean? It's just you just don't do that. You say yoga pants and heels. Yes. Did that concept even look good together? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she looked like she would have probably took $20 for, you know, a backseat ride. But it's just a, I understand she's she's broken. That, that's why you see women do that. And that's, you see it in social media all the time. Uh, social media, and I, again, it's not just women. Men do it too. But men look for validation in different ways. And you see women in social media, they're always posting up um, stuff about, oh, I wish I could find me a good man or he's the best man. And look, my kids mean the best thing in the world to me. They start doing all that kind of stuff when their life is empty and they don't, right, they're trying to yeah. fill that void. Yeah. And then you yeah. have those women that as an escape, rather than deal with your own family issues, which take work, you tend to look at social media and it's your escape. It's like the soap opera, what soap opera was back in the day. You know what I mean? Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, you know something, I see a lot of time, I, I know that I, I have been in relationships in the past that, you know, like uh, the, the female that I was talking to say that, hey, I'm going grocery shopping, but, you know, she has on all these tight clothes, low cut uh, shirt, you know, and I'm like, well, yeah. where, you said you go grocery shopping, right? Yeah, well, you know, I, I just dress like this because it makes me feel good about myself. And that's one of the lamest excuses I ever heard. Because I always wondered, how would women feel? Now, imagine if, if uh, your girl was getting ready and you you in there getting dressed. Like, you going, um, I don't know, you you going to the, over one of your buddy's house. Yeah. And you put on some jeans and you got your balls hanging out. She said, babe, what are you doing with your balls hanging out? <laughs> Wait a minute. Said, babe, I'm just doing it so it make me feel good about myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it, it's a bunch of BS, man. You know what I mean? And it starts to get tangled up, but with the insecurities, I think that if you are able to, one of the people in a relationship, like if you're in a relationship and it's your 
your wife or your girlfriend is insecure, you need to try to go back and figure out where this started at. What triggered that? It makes her feel mm-hmm. insecure. And what? And just ask them, what can I do to make you feel secure? Because this is not the type of man I am. Or vice versa. If you're a woman and you, because I know a lot of insecure men in their relationships. And as a as a mason, one of the things that you're charged to do and you took an obligation to do is to pull your brother Help to your the fellow man. Yeah, yeah. Well, your brother, yeah. your your uh, any man, but more especially your yeah. brother. You know what I mean? Right. So right. I got to pull him by, giving wise counsel. You know, what I mean, listen, you got to get out these bushes, man. And your wife's just right there playing tennis. She's not. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's this. Uh, I, I don't see. I, I don't understand. Uh, I mean, I know the foundation and book wise why the situation is the way it is, but for me. I think a relationship needs to breathe. You need your time apart. You, yeah. She need to, her interests and hobbies. You need yours and y'all need to yeah. come together. And it has to be a give and take on a lot of things. You know what I mean? Right. But I, I could never imagine. Now I don't been here and I don't wonder, man, you know, my girl was gone for like six hours and she was just going to the corner store, which she does do. You know what I mean? Right. She yeah. going to the corner store. She might be in, in Washington, D.C. someplace. You know what I mean? I'll, <laughs> yeah. If, it's, if there's yeah. a sale going on, she there. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, yeah. oh, man, you know, I'm concerned about it. But I'm not concerned enough where I'm going to pay them high gas prices to go see what she's doing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Yeah. That's that's a, that's, a, that's a waste of money and time, in my opinion. Yeah. Now, if she was going to the store and then come and it was midnight and I haven't heard from her, then I would probably call, check on her, see what's going on. Well, that's that's being a, con- yeah. a a concerned spouse, man. Yeah, you know that's not uh, being jealous or insecure. That's you know, um, like for instance, my my wife walks, and you know we live in the country, so she, when you know she walks, if she's gone for so long, because sometimes she walks quite a few miles, you mm. know, get her walk in and stuff, and uh, if she gone, if she's gone for too long. Then, yeah, I will call and check to make sure she's okay because we live out here in the country. It's a lot of woods around. Uh, We do have some coyote in the area and, you know, other wild animals. And plus, you know, I like to know that my wife is safe. So I will call and check up on her, but it has nothing to do with her insecurity. You know, it's it's all in, um, you know, making sure she's okay. Well, I, I know one thing for sure. I, I mean, you're not an insecure guy. I've been knowing you for 15, almost 20 years. I no way that you're insecure. But for the women out there that's insecure, I think that when I see it, and well, I don't see it as often in women as I do men. Yeah. And again, because I'm around, you know, being a master mate, I'm around more. I'm a lot around men a lot. Right. Right. Yeah. I still cannot understand how you can be in a relationship you know 5, 10, 15 years and not trusting each other to some extent you know what I mean like if I, I had I don't, I don't understand it either I mean I know men that won't let their woman go anywhere without them even to the you know the beauty shop or whatever you know I have a you say that I have a family member that um came and lived with us when I was a kid and her husband would go in the bathroom with her when she goes in the bathroom. That's terrible, man. And even we were talking, like we haven't talked in years, and we were talking on the phone. And about 30 minutes later, she called me back and said, hey, can you, I don't want to say his name. Can you tell so-and-so that 
who you are. I'm like, man, you remember me this, that? I'm like, what's this all about? And they got into a fight because he thought that she was talking to another man. That's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's crazy. And we talk about there, and they're like mid-50s, late, early 60s, man. This is not no... No, no kitty stuff. Yeah, right that's no, no new, no new relationship right there. Now, and, and according to some of the books and stuff that I researched on for this subject matter for this podcast, they say that you should fully trust your partner. Now, I, I disagree with that right there because, um, like, if do I trust my girl with my life? No, I do not. I think she would. If we was in danger, she would run off and leave me. You know what I mean? I think, there's no doubt she run off and leave me. But if she yeah. hit the lottery like for a hundred million dollars, do I trust that she? I don't think she would leave me. I think she would help me out, or she would give me some money or whatever. She would split it with me. She wouldn't try to right. lie and hide it. So I don't think yeah. you can ever trust your partner fully because you, like you, you've been with your wife long enough. You know there's some things that you would not trust her with. Oh yeah, most definitely. And yeah. just for the sake of getting you in trouble, can you tell us one of those things? I, I do got to say as well, man. If, if um. If somebody busted up in here, man, I'm I'm, I'm gonna have to protect her. She ain't gonna protect yeah. me at all, man. <laughs> and a, a, another point that I looked up because I'm kind of reflecting o- o- over some of the things that I researched. Uh, says sometimes the people internalize their negative thoughts. You know, instead of communicating and getting it out, yeah. they internalize it, and once that builds up like a, a pressure cooker, it all comes out. Next thing you know, they explode. You know, Chad coming in and he's. Uh, taking his boots off. Say, ah, why you got to take the boots off? I just mopped the floor. You're like, man, take the boots off, put them here every day. You know what I mean? It's just. Yeah, yeah. And it's because yeah. all the negative thoughts have built up. And rather than saying, you know, hey, babe, you know, I, I feel this way or that way, disgusted and getting it out, it blows up over something stupid. Yeah, that's that's where the communication comes in, man. Oh, I have a good one I- for you. I have a real good one for you. That uh, can I keep thinking about the, some of the relationships? Um, and just in case some of the listeners don't know, I don't know if I mentioned it or if it's on the blog or anything. I am a licensed hypnotherapist, and I do work with other therapists to try to help people in various aspects of their life. Anything from um, rape, bad relationship, uh, abuse. Uh, work with a lot of things. I, I, I see uh, um, another point that I and I'm trying to touch on all the points because I'm thinking about different sessions that I've been in and. And it varies from relationship to relationship. And insecurity is a problem in relationships. And yeah. when you see that your partner constantly needs that validation, that could be a side of insecurity right there. Yeah. Or they constantly need that from someone else. Or, or like, you know, a, a woman that, that constantly and not not picking on women here. When any, any women that may be listening to this podcast. Um, yeah, we would but, never pick on women because we know Chad's a womanizer and we... We understand that. We, t- we take those values to be true. But that's why we're friends, because I kind of keep helping keep that in balance. You know what I mean? I, I support the women. <laughs> he bashed the women. But go ahead, man. I, what were you saying? Those type of women that may need that type of attention from other men of constantly giving them, giving them comfort. Oh, you look good today, or your, your hair looks good, or even though their man may give them that same uh, attention, and those same compliments that it's it's not enough. Yeah, yeah. If you constantly need that validation, yeah, yeah, to make you feel like you're enough, then that's a problem within you that you need to work on or you need to address 
or maybe even get some therapy. You know, there's nothing wrong with getting therapy. I think a lot of times in today's society, they feel like a therapy is a bad thing. And therapy is not going to talk to your auntie, your uncle, or, or your your friends or coworkers that need therapy themselves. Right. Okay, and I think a, another good point that, that fits right in here is um, when you have that distance in a relationship, you know you know you love your partner, you know they love you, but still you don't feel connected. And that, that usually mm-hmm. stems from people that say, hey, this is a great a great guy. He's awesome. He do, he's doing everything right, but I know he's going to mess up sooner or later, so I'm not going to give myself to him until... Um, now, you could be married and never giving yourself to the person. You know what I mean? You never open up fully. Yeah, that's true. Because you're always waiting on that other shoe to drop. You know what I mean? Yeah, you you still have this wall up. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe a, a half of wall because you in your mind thinking that, well, I know sooner or later that, you know, stuff is going, it's going to go south anyway. So I need to keep this wall up so I don't get hurt. Yeah. And, and it's, um, like I said, it's so deep. If I, if I go too much, because I, this is one of those subjects that I, I can keep peeling the layers back, you know, right. And yeah, I, I know what you mean. And sometimes when, uh, another side of insecurity is when your partner reads too much into the things you, you do or say. Like, I remember I've uh, been in a relationship where I was singing. Um, I can't remember who the song was by, but I was singing, I'm in love with the other woman. And I'm in, uh, uh, just for the, the record, in the shower, that's how I just like the guy that was singing it. I just want to put that in there, in the shower. I sound good singing in the shower. But when I got out, there she was standing there. I'm, I got the towel on me, and I'm saying, I'm in love with the... She said, what other woman are you in love with? Now, that's not the way she said it, but I've been banned from saying what she said exactly um <laughs> my my first amendment rights wait a minute you say you've been banned yeah my first amendment rights were violated or that oh, i know i know right. i shouldn't ask yeah. I, knew what, I knew what you meant and um <laughs> i'm like what are you talking about so why would you be singing a song about you in love with another woman i said i didn't write the song it's, it's a song it's all on the radio it's everywhere and she said right. but why would you even be thinking about that song unless you have feelings for somebody else and then that's when i knew I need to come up with an escape plan. <laughs> Back then, I didn't have the tools. You know, looking at it now, I could have probably helped her, found what was wrong with her and fixed it, or helped her to fix it. Right, right. But the only thing I yeah. can think of now, this blankety-blank is crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> what was that Ray Parker Jr. that song was or something? I'm in love with the other woman. With the other woman. Is that Ray Parker Jr.? I, I, man, I don't know. I think it is. Off the top of my head, I think it is. But, I, you know, when they start to project things or you're, you, um, like something in the movie, like I remember one time watching a movie and I was like, wow, I said, that's awesome right there. What's so awesome about that? Is that what you want? Is that what you do? You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> definitely like, in some insecurity right there. Yeah, I was like, you know, when they say cut that they're, they, this is a movie, this is a real, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a- I do got to say this. For anybody that's out there that's, in a, a relationship that uh, is toxic and maybe it's going beyond toxic to being abusive, move on from that person and uh, put yourself in a better, more safe environment. Yes, yes. Than staying in, in that relationship. Now, before, before you go pay the bills, I would like to add to what yeah. you're saying by saying that in, being insecure isn't always bad. It's the body's 
way of letting you know, hey, be cautious. Now, it's how you deal with that insecurity that makes it good or bad. Like, if you feel that, like, let's say that um, three or four times, for example, and I'm just making this up off the top of my head, you talk to your significant other and you say, hey, I love you, and they just hang up. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So rather than feel, you know, go through this, making up this whole drama in your head, just say, babe, you know, the last four or five times we talked to you, I said, I love you, and you really didn't respond back or you didn't give me that feedback that I need. And if they say, oh, find out I'm not supposed to be on the phone to work and I was talking to you and I was trying to hurry up and get off. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So it could, it could be something just that innocent. So don't. Yep. Communication is what it comes out to. And look at your insecurities. Because we all have some type of insecurity that we may not want to oh, define yeah. it as Because that. we are, we are all human, man. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I feel insecure that my woman's going to kill me in my sleep sometime. And I, so I, I sleep, I train myself to sleep with one eye open. You know what I mean? That don't sound too good, brother. I know. But well, she told me, now I'm just, I hope she never hears this podcast, but I told her one time, I said, babe, I'm tired of your crap. I'm leaving. And she said, you can leave as long as you don't open the front door and go out of it. See what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, brother, you you trapped. That man. was like six months in, into the relationship, so we we going on eight years, and I'm like, wow, okay, okay. So it's uh, so I'm here out of fear, people, just to let you know, I'm man enough to admit that. Well, brother, um, do you need therapy? Yes. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't hear you. Say it again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, we're going to go pay these bills, man. <laughs> Hello, this is your main man, Tim B. And let me tell you, I cannot think of anything that I hate doing more than cutting the grass. I hate yard work. Well, that is now a thing of the past. Thanks to the robotic lawnmower called Landroid. This thing is sweet. It is extremely simple to set up. All you have to do is set the charging base, lay down the boundary wire, and measure your yard using the app. It's that simple. If you want to find out more about this awesome robotic lawnmower, visit stressedoutdads.com forward slash Landroid. That's stressedoutdads.com forward slash L-A-N-D-R-O-I-D. All right, welcome back to the Stressed Out Dads podcast. And uh, before the break, we covered... How to handle insecurity in your relationship. So this next topic, we're going to hop into. Oh, if you don't mind, I know we were supposed to be talking about the social media man bashing and stuff like that. But stuff yeah. came up a, a few days ago that I thought would be pretty good. Do you mind if I, if I suggest a topic that we can talk about for the second half? No, nah, go ahead, man. Well, let me ask you this. What would you do if your wife came home? Or you was out on, you know, you're out doing some book signing, you're on tour, you're doing something, and you come yeah. home from uh, being gone for two or three days, get home, and your wife has a tramp stamp tattoo. Well, let's say your wife, one of those people, she just thought it was cute because she seen it on a TV show or something, but she didn't know what it meant to men. Yeah. So, okay, you guys, you guys have cookouts or parties at your house all the time. So she, she got on a cookout, you guys are there chilling. And she goes to bend over to pick up a ball that the kid threw or something. And your boy see she got a tramp stamp and they start laughing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, would you tell anybody she got it or would you just kind of keep that on the low? 
I'm going for one. I know I'm going to call you and be like, Hey man, you ain't going to never believe what, what my wife did. So you already know. And I know how you are. You like to throw jokes about everything anyway. So I mean, I would you, you ask her if she knows what it meant? Cause I'm, I'm, I'm almost positive that she wouldn't get one. Well, I don't think, I don't, I don't think all women, cause I know women that I've met that, that had them. And I said, yeah. do you know what that's, what that signifies? They were like, no, what? And then when I go in to tell them, you can hear that, hey, this is something that a permanent ink they didn't got put on their body. So they're trying to justify where they got it. I said, well, you can have it removed if you wanted to. Ah, no, nah, I paid this for it. I'm going to. Wow, okay. The, the name that it had, the tramp stamp name. Some women don't even look at them as being that. They just wanted a tattoo there and they got one there. You know, no matter the, the stereotype, because. Some women don't even pay attention to the fact that, that some people call them tram stamps. Uh, I, well, I can say I don't know what rock they lived under, but well, put it like that. How about this? Let's say you're at the cookout. you with your family. everybody chilling. Your daughter bends over to pick up the ball, and you notice she got one. Nobody, Your wife knows about it. Oh, you're the only one that don't know about it. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a big problem, right? The party shut down, man. <laughs> cookout shut down. Everybody going home. Because it's about to be on. Party over. <laughs> okay, so after you do the Martin Lawrence to throw everybody up out your house. You <laughs> yeah. <know? laughs> what happens after that? <laughs> oh, man, uh, we definitely go ahead and setting up an appointment for, for that to be removed, <laughs> whether it be me taking the Sawzall to it or <laughs> us doing it the medical professional way. But, yeah, we, we getting that removed, man. So your daughter says, Dad, I'm 18. I'm going to be like, okay, you're 18. Let's go and start packing your stuff so I can drop you off somewhere for you to live because you ain't staying in my house. So is that on the spot? Does she get a 30-day notice or? On the spot, man, legal (laughs) or not. Okay, I have another one for you. Now, this is going to be kind of, this is going to sting a little bit, man. It's going to sting. Same cookout scenario. You're at the cookout and you're laughing and joking. Your mother bends over. You know that she has (laughs) one. Mama, where you get that tattoo from? <laughs> uh, you know what that symbolizes, right? Cause I know my mama. Uh, now, now, what do you mean what it symbolizes? Symbolize? I mean, like, uh, mama, that's a tram stamp. A tram stamp, what's that? <laughs> I get it right there. A tram stamp, what's that? Well, oh. I, ain't, I ain't no whore. They can call it what they want to. <laughs> if I was at a cookout and my mother bent over and I see she had a tram stamp, Man, I, man, it's, it's 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 on, it's on. Well, my mom. Now, what do you mean is on? Well, my mama kind of like Medea. She will, if she get to that bag, you getting shot. Maybe even oh, through yeah, the bag. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I'm like, my, I, I, man, I don't know what I would do. Just sit there and think about it, man, because I I I couldn't approach my mama. Man. I couldn't say nothing out of pocket to my mama. Right, right, right. But if my wife, like, if I didn't know my wife, I come back from out of town, and my wife says that uh. Babe, look what I got. And she turned around, she showed me she got a tramp stamp. Oh, she can uh, get it removed willingly or forcefully. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. totally up to her. It's totally up to her. I'm a firm believer in women's rights. But wait a minute, let's, let's go back. Let's go back a minute. For real, man. What would you say to your mama? 
Now I know my mama is not getting no no tattoo. Period. Yeah, and, yeah. Well, same with my mama. Yeah. But she in a certain scenario. First of all, I would be shot. Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah. Mama, what the hell is you thinking? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She probably say the same thing you say. Your mama say, "Well, I don't yeah. give a damn with nobody. Yeah, I don't give a damn. Yeah, I, I, I like it. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely what my mom said. I don't care what people say. I like it. Okay, I yeah. hit you below the belt with that one. I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna hit you in the kneecaps on this one. Right. Same cookout. You there? Your son been over and he got a trap stick. <laughs> my son, man. Yeah, your son got a little little curly oh. flowers. It's <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm not even shutting down the party. Get, uh, straight ass whooping on the spot, man. I'm kicking ass, man. They're going to have to take me out of the damn cookout, man. Got me cussing on here, man. Okay, let's say this. Let's say this. Your, your son, I understand where you're coming from because your son's still a teenager. And, you know, your daughter's still living under your roof, even though she's 18. And that's considered why they consider 18 to be grown. I think grown depends on your actions, not your age. That's true, and, and and let me let me touch on that before you uh-huh. move on. How can you be grown, but you're still considered a teenager? An eighteen year old they call an eighteen year old still a teenager. Am am I right? Yeah, yeah, they're still. Which, a teenager. Well, you're considered to be an adult at eighteen, right? Technically, it's still your teenage years, right? But you're still in your teenage years, but. How can you be labeled as an adult? You can't even buy alcohol. That is true. Just a question I wanted to throw out there. Well, well let me ask you. Let's say your daughter is um, married. She got a couple of kids. They come mm-hmm. over for the cookout, and you notice yeah. she has a tramp stamp then. Uh, man, I'm, I'm, I guess at that, at that point, and she's grown, and she's married and got kids? Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd be like, what the? the hell you get that for you know do you know what society looks at that as being right well she said yeah dad uh most people say it's a tramp stamp but i like the design i, I just got it okay i mean well i what what can you do at then man okay well how about do? how about let's go back to the kneecaps how about your son grown married <laughs> got a couple of kids he come over to get a man, beer out of the cooler it, you gotta stop doing that <laughs> and, and you I'm talking about your son. You realize he got a tramp stamp, like some eyes peeking over his <laughs> his jeans. I mean, <laughs> what the? Well, let me tell you, my son is uh, 31 years old. Mm-hmm. I don't care what he does in his life. He come over and he got a tramp stamp. His boot to ass instantly. <laughs> right, right, instantly. man. On site. Now, that's not nothing against... Any other man that decided that a tramp stamp was do what that. they wanted the, in their life. Nothing I'm talking about me and mine. You know what I right. mean? Right. <laughs> right. Even That's a it. daughter. I don't care, but she could be 50 and coming over to a cookout and I see it. Boot to ass on site. <laughs> I mean, man, just like I said with the cookout, man, my, I'm kicking ass, man. I'm kicking ass. They got to pull me out of the cookout, man. All right. Well, how about this? Let's say that uh, your name is uh, Chad. So let's say your wife went to go get a tattoo. She getting it across her lower back. And she want to get, you know, I heart Chad. 
Mm-hmm. But the guy looked at it on the paper wrong and he got I heart Charles. <laughs> Damn, man. He's, that meant for one, man, that's a dumbass tattooer, man. Yeah, he 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 need to shut his business down. Or if he worked for somebody, they need to fire him. I don't know if you've seen read. the tattoos up there on stickmantattoos.com, but uh, that, that happens all the time. More often than you think. Yeah, I know it does. I know it does. So what what would I do with that? She said, babe, as soon like you come back home from your, your uh, business trip or whatever, she yeah. said, babe, uh, check this out. She lifted her shirt up and said, I got this for you. Now, she ain't seen it. It says, uh, I heart Charles. Dude. <laughs> Either it's going to be uh, the Sozo <laughs> or we can get it removed the, medical, the, the professional <laughs> medical way. But either way, it's coming off. Uh, you must be like a surgeon with that sawzall because you uh, mentioned yeah, it a get, couple I times. I get busy. I get busy, man. I, I mean, man, that's that's your tool of choice, ain't it? Oh, that, for everything, <laughs> everything. Uh, we ain't gonna go into that. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, that was my that was my topic, man. You know, um, I just was thinking about because I, you know, I look at some of these older women I see now with the tramp stamp, and I wonder. You know that there's you could tell that it's an older tattoo. It wasn't something that they just got. It's been on there for a couple decades. Yeah, because they they fade over time. Now, just when you okay, let, let's do this because this is what I wanted, and I could put you in that scenario because I know the listeners love hearing your your answers. Mm-hmm. Let's say you you met Claudia, man, and we're gonna pretend you're traditional, and because you know how you be forced your love on women to trick them, manipulate them into sex. So let's on. say that Claudia said that she wanted to wait until y'all got married. Mm-hmm. You get married. Now, this is the woman of your dream. Perfect. And honeymoon night is about to go down. She's taking off her clothes. You're taking off yours. You're taking off your support girdle. She's looking <laughs> at you crazy. And then uh, she go to climb in the bed, and you see the tattoo. I heart Steve. Down with a trust. <laughs> now, she got it in high school. She already had it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But she never mentioned to tell you that she had it. <laughs> and we're married. We're married, right? Yeah, y'all married. Y'all on the honeymoon when you realize she got I Heart Steve uh, as her tramp stamp. We're gonna have to <laughs> maybe maybe not maybe not honeymoon night, but uh, a few nights later, I'm gonna bring it back up and say, I, "Well, well, babe, I noticed that um." You got your, your your tattoo on your back. Uh, how, how how long you had that? Oh, well, it was such and such years. Oh yeah. Um. Well, uh, you think uh you might want to get that covered up? Can we talk about you getting that covered up or something? Okay, okay. We just have to go go from because I I mean if if she's had it even before we got together. Yeah. I yeah. can't I can't I can't take the sauce out of that man. Right, right, right. I understand. You no. Know, yeah. Well, what if she says that, nah, you know, uh, Steve was my first true love. He's the first one that I gave myself to. And um, when he was leaving my house after that first romantic night, a deer ran out and he hit the deer and killed himself. He died in a car accident. Would you still want to remove it, even under those dramatic circumstances? Yeah, because um, (laughs) she's not with Steve no more. Well, Steve did. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, Steve did. So what about for sentimental value? You don't want her to still? 
You wouldn't allow her to still keep it? I said, well, baby, it's up to you. It makes me feel uncomfortable. Or is this a must? Is your marriage pending her getting rid of this? I don't think my marriage is pinned on it, but I mean, think about it, man. Um, let me let me ask you, how, how would you feel? First of all, I'm not waiting to get married to, to go ahead and hit that. Uh, that well, I mean, you, but you said, what if now? I, I'm I know, not I know, I know. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to hear you say that, man, because I've set you up for future podcasts where I can refer to how you really are. <laughs> but no, if we got on the honeymoon and my, and my woman's getting undressed or my wife's getting undressed and she, I see she has a tramp stamp that says, I heart Steve. <laughs> I was still hit, first of all. First, let me get that out the way. Make that clear. Right, right, right. I'm be looking at that tattoo like, man, come on now. I'm saying, baby, I got some good news and bad news. I'm not sure which one you want first. You go and get that tattoo removed on your own. Or you get chloroform to wake up with a bandage <laughs> on that area where it's at. So it's, it's, it's totally up to you. I don't want no pressure or nothing. But I'm not going to have to look at you every day with a tattoo to say, I heart Steve on it. You know what I mean? Right. So you you see what I mean? Oh, I, I just said I didn't agree with you. I'm just saying I'm funny <laughs> aside on the other ear. Well, man, just, just I think, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, uh, I know, uh, I know, Chad's son, great kid, aka the Beast. And uh, this was your dad's beast. idea. This was your dad's idea. No, you know it was definitely Tim's <laughs> idea. <laughs> All right, brother. All right. Well, on that note, we're gonna close this thing out. Thank y'all for listening to the Stressed Out Dads podcast. Y'all can check us out online at stressedoutdads.com. Don't forget to share, like, and comment on our podcast and tell your friends and family about it. I'm your host, Chad Patterson. And I'm your co-host, uh, Tim BV. The BV stands for Ben Violated since the first episode. All right. We'll see y'all in episode three. Y'all be safe.